Hey, hey, wrestling fans. Welcome to another episode of 360 Wrestling Fanatic. It is Monday, June 27th. Just a minute or two after midnight, anyway. And right here on this episode, I'm going to talk about AEW and NJPW. Forbidden Door, and it was kind of a long pay-per-view, close to four hours, still not quite as long as Double or Nothing was, a little shorter, and I know a lot of people complain about AEW pay-per-views going too long, especially Double or Nothing, I believe it was around... 12.30 or something around when Double or Nothing ended and people complained about that long show but but for tonight as far as Forbidden Door goes I thought it was great and did not drag at all I was into the whole pay-per-view into the whole show Almost the whole four hours plus the one hour buy-in, which I don't, some people just say, oh, five hours, including the buy-in, but I kind of like to separate them a little bit. So I'm going to talk about that more a little later on. Right now, just going to get right into it. Let's start things off with the buy-in. Real quick, three matches on the buy-in, or take that back, four matches, excuse me. We got Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi defeating the Factory, QT Marshall and Aaron Solo. The Murderhawk Monster Lance Archer defeated the Factory's Nick Camarado. Swerve in our glory. Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland defeated Suzuki Goon. And then they are interrupted by Team Taz, Absolute Ricky Starks, and Powerhouse Hobbs, who are up in one of the skyboxes. Talk about how Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland talk about their Shaq and Kobe. So, being in Chicago, they say they're. Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen. The final match on the buy-in. The Gun Club. Defeat the New Japan Pro Wrestling LA Dojo team. And actually the Gun Club and the claimed are really over right now. And Gotta know about this match though. Before the match starts, we see Dan Housen on the screen and he distracts Austin and Colton Gunn, the Ass Boys, with their own custom theme music, Ass Boy theme music. And that causes a distraction, causes them to go to the back. So it's four and two. But still the Gun Club and Max Caster from the acclaimed 
are victorious. And now it is time for the main pay-per-view card. All Elite Wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling present Forbidden Door. Live from Chicago at the United Center. The commentators tonight. Three of them for the whole show. We have Excalibur, Taz, and representing New Japan Pro Wrestling, Kevin Kelly. And then later on will be joined by Tony Schiavone for one match and Jim Ross for the few last few matches. And then we start off with Trio's match or eight man tag, excuse me. We got from the Jericho Appreciation Society, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, the Sex Gods, and Minoru Suzuki, or was it Trio's match? Sorry about that. Taking on Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Shumo Unido. The crowd, I just want to say, hot for not only this first match, but all throughout the night. Really good match here. We see a recap of the match from Russell Kingdom a few years ago, Jericho and Tanahashi, where Jericho attacked Unido in front of his dad, Red Shoes, the referee, and Jericho pins him in this one, 18 minutes. 38 seconds. Good way to start off the pay-per-view, I thought. Next up, three-way match for not only the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships, but also the IWGP Tag Team Championships are on the line here. We got FTR, the United Empire, Jeff Cobb, and the Great Khan, and Rapungi Vice, Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero. Really good one here. Great tag team action, I thought, from all three teams. First off, Dax Harwood taking out the match for a little bit. Cash Wheeler on his own. But in the end, is Dax Harwood. Getting the pin on Trent Beretta, scoring the win for FTR, 16 minutes, 29 seconds. Now FTR, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, and IWGP World Tag Team Champions. So, Kevin Kelly was happy about this. So now this means they'll be making more appearances in New Japan Pro Wrestling, so he gets to call their matches. And we now have the four-way match for the first ever AEW All-Atlantic Championship. We have Clark Connors, Pac, Malachi Black, and Miro. This one was supposed to be Tomohiro Ishii competing in it. But, of course, he was injured and taken out of the match, so... Replaced by Clark Connors. And really good match here though. I thought Pac making history. Becoming the first ever AEW All-Atlantic Champion. 
15 minutes, 3 seconds. Good match here. I'm actually surprised. I was kind of expecting Miro, Miro for them to put the title on him. But it is Pac. First ever All-Atlantic Champion. Really good match here. And next up, we have, which was supposed to be an 8-man tag, but turned into a trios match. The Dudes with Attitudes, Sting, Darby Allen, and Shingo Tagi versus the Bullet Club and Undisputed Elite team of the Young Bucks and El Fantasmo. This one, we start off, we see the entrance, the entrances of Shingo, Darby Allen, and Sting. We hear the music and everything, and, but no Sting. And then the lights go out, come from the ceilings, just like back in the WCW days. And also for this match, Tony Schiavone has joined the announced team on commentary along with Excalibur, Taz, and Kevin Kelly. And this one, Shingo pins Phantasmo to score the victory for the dudes with the attitudes. 12 minutes, 57 seconds. Another really good match. First, I mean, I know I've been saying that, but really, this one, there was not a bad match on the show at all. I enjoyed this match. And now Tony Schiavone goes to the back and interviews Shomo Unamo. And he's interrupted by Chris Jericho and um, the JAS, Jericho Appreciation Society. They say they respect him, but then Jericho throws a fireball in his face. And now it is time for the AEW Women's Championship match at Forbidden Door. Tony Storm challenging against the current AEW Women's Champion Thunder Rosa. Good match here. And Thunder Rosa retaining, though. Not, su not really surprised there. No disrespect to Tony Storm, but. Not surprised at all to see Thunder Rosa retain. 10 minutes 59 seconds. Very good women's wrestling match. The IWGP United States Championship is on the line next. And, join, and Jim Ross joins us on commentary now for the rest of the show. It is Will Ospreay defending against Orange Cassidy. And this one, I know a lot of people weren't sure, weren't too sure about, because there's some critics of Orange Cassidy. Some people, for some reason, aren't really a fan of his. I am, though. And I was actually looking forward to this match. And, in my opinion, it definitely did not disappoint. Really good match here. Definitely an entertaining match. Of course, typical kind of usual Orange Cassidy match we see, but very good here. Will Ospreay retains, defeats Orange Cassidy, 16 minutes, 36 seconds, but still very good match. 
And then we see Aussie Open get involved, and then Rapunky Vice come out trying to make the save. And we see Shabata come in and help too against Aussie Open and Osprey. And next up, Zack Sabre Jr. in action, which he was supposed to face the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. But as I've talked about here on the podcast lately, it's been all in the news, Brian Danielson not cleared, as we found out last Wednesday night on Dynamite. His replacement, though, it was talked about online recently, and the internet was right who it was. The former, the former Cesaro. Now, once again, Claudio Castanoli got a huge pop from this Chicago crowd at the United Center. And good to see him back. He definitely looked recharged, revamped, rejuvenated, whatever you want to call it. And these two put on... Great wrestling match. Match of the year candidate, I thought. These two. And Castanoli showing off his strength. Picking up Sabre with one arm, carrying him back in the ring. A couple times early on in the match, he goes for the giant swing, but isn't able to. And then he does, though eventually. Great match. And... Getting the win in his AEW debut with the Ricola, 18 minutes, 29 seconds. It is Claudio Castanoli. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, he was great in WWE as Cesaro. But, in this one, this is the best I've seen him in quite a while. Like I said, definitely, like, rejuvenated. And definitely good to see him back. And not only did he take Brian Danielson's place in this match against Zack Sabre Jr. at Fort Bendor, but he will is the newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club, and he will be competing in Blood and Guts this Wednesday night at Dynamite in Detroit. Which I will be at at the Little Caesars Arena. Of course, I'm going to talk about that. As this Wednesday night, now we know everybody that is going to be in the Blood and Guts match. Definitely excited for that. Now let's get back to Forbidden Door. One of the main events now for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Four-way match. We have the champion, the Switchblade, Jay White, defending against Hangman Adam Page, Adam Cole, baby, and Kazuchika Okada. Another, I know I sound like a broken record, but another great match here. And surprisingly, we see Jay White not only retain the IWGP world title in this one, by winning this match, 
but we see him pin Adam Cole. I wonder what that's going to lead to. 20 minutes, 59 seconds. What's that going to mean for the future of the, of the Undisputed Elite and the Bullet Club? Who knows? Maybe nothing will come from it, but it could lead to something. We'll just have to wait and see. Now it is time for the main event of the evening for the AEW Interim World Championship. John Moxley taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi. And first we see John Moxley in the back about to make his usual entrance from the crowd and he has William Regal with him. While thing plays, he goes to the crowd for his entrance. Then we had the entrance of Hiroshi Tanahashi. Fantastic main event here. Well, of course I expected the AEW title match to go on last, but these two definitely put on a great main event. Moxley, victorious. The new AEW Interim World Champion, John Moxley. 17 minutes, 50 seconds. Great match. Tanahashi, definitely great. I hope we definitely see him in the AEW again in the future. Which I'm sure everybody wants to see that. But then, after this great match, we see the Jericho Appreciation Society make their way to the ring, attack both Moxley and Tanahashi, and then we see Eddie Kingston, proud and powerful, Miller Yuta, but the numbers game is just a little too much as the JAS get advantage, and then we see the newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club, Claudio Castagnoli, come and make the save, and the Jericho Appreciation Society retreat. And then we see the graphic on the bottom of the screen for Blood and Guts this Wednesday night as the pay-per-view goes off the air. And that is the first ever joined pay-per-view All Elite Wrestling in New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door. And I just want to say, I thought it was a great pay-per-view from top to bottom, start to finish. Even, in my opinion, the buy-in was quite entertaining. And not a bad match on the show at all. Everything from, like, the Jericho Appreciation Society versus Kingston, Yuta, and Unido. That one was good. The Tag Team Championship match, FTR becoming the Ring of Honor and IWGP Tag Team Champions. Awesome match. The All Anti Championship match with Pack becoming the first champion. Very good. The Dudes with Attitudes versus the Bullet Club and the Young Bucks. Good to see Sting make his WCW old school from the ceiling entrance and Tony Storm Thunder Rosa good matches I imagine. Osprey and Orange Cassidy definitely delivered in my opinion 
and Cardio Castanoli making his AEW debut with a victory over Zack Sabre Jr. Jay White retaining the IWGP Championship, pinning Adam Cole. And then John Moxley, Tanahashi putting on a great main event. So overall, great show. Just want to talk about a few other things I liked. The touch with um, the two ring announcers, English ring announcing and Japanese ring announcing. It was also good to see Justin Roberts back, who has been absent for a little bit. And the commentary, I really liked. I thought it was a really good idea to have Kevin Kelly on the English commentary representing New Japan. Because, of course... The pay-per-view is Japan only was also available on NJPW World. So it was good to see him. I was kind of surprised they had Taz on for um, commentary for the pay-per-view. thought they would have had um, JR or Tony with um, Excalibur and Kevin Kelly. But it was fine though. Well, of course, Tony Schiavone was there for... The Dudes with Attitudes match, and then Jim Ross also was there for the last few matches. And definitely gotta give credit to the crowd there in Chicago at the United Center. And some people complain about AEW doing shows, so many shows in Chicago, but you can't blame them because that is. Definitely one of the best cities for them. Always a hot crowd when they're there in Chicago, whether if it's the Now Arena or the United Center. And Chicago, great crowd, but hopefully we here in Detroit, Michigan can top it. This Wednesday night, Dynamite, Blood and Guts. I'll be there. 360 Wrestling Podcast there at Little Caesars Arena. And hopefully everybody that's listening to in Michigan right now will also be there. Let's have another hot crowd. All the wrestling, Dynamite, Blood and Guts. That's all we really know so far for this um, upcoming show this Wednesday night. But I'm sure the rest of it will be great as well. If it's anything like last year's, the first ever Blood and Guts match, which was the Inner Circle taking on the Pinnacle. It's definitely going to be one you do not want to miss. Once again, if you're in the Michigan area... I know there are some tickets available, not sure about how much, but definitely check it out, AEWTix.com, or at the box office, I'm sure, definitely check it out, this Wednesday, AEW Dynamite, Little Caesars Arena, doors open at 6, starts at 7 for the Dark Elevation tapings, and then we go live for Dynamite, and then the tapings for Friday Night's Rampage episode. But that's all for this episode.
360 Wrestling Fanatic 297. The recap of AEW and JPW for Pandora. Thank you everyone for tuning in tonight or this morning, early Monday morning. And stay tuned for the next episode of 360 Wrestling Fanatic. Been doing a lot more. Hopefully we'll keep up this streak of new episodes of 360 Wrestling Fanatic. I'm sure nobody cares, but I have been doing more and trying to make the podcast better. And remember, email 360wrestlingpodcast at gmail.com. And if you can support 360 Wrestling Podcast, you don't have to, but every little bit helps. We'll definitely make 360 Wrestling Podcast bigger and better if you do. Anchor.fm slash 360-wrestling-podcast360. I'll put it in the description too as well. So, thank you in advance if anybody can support 360 Wrestling Podcast. All the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. So, thank you. Hope everybody enjoyed Forbidden Door. I know I did. I know I'm looking forward to Dynamite this Wednesday night. First time seeing AEW live. First time AEW in Michigan. But until the next episode, I am Lance and I am a wrestling fanatic.